0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on a huge night of European action. Rangers are in Champions League qualifying against Malmo, looking to take a step towards the group stages. Elsewhere, Celtic complete the signings of Joe Hart and James McCarthy. And Scotland's football clubs will still have to apply for larger crowds as the country moves beyond level zero. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight is Gordon Diel and Roger Hanna. Yeah, Rangers already underway in Sweden in the Champions League. Gordon John Lundstrom making a first competitive start in Cedric Eaton leading the line for Steven Gerrard's side Celtic hand a three-year deal to Joe Hart and four years for James McCarthy and as you see Nicola Sturgeon tells clubs they cannot throw open their doors for full houses from August 9 after all leaving fans and the chairman equally frustrated Very important night for obviously Rangers in the European campaign Gordon away from home against Malmo uh, I know it's only 3-4 minutes on the clock But they've started very, very positive indeed It'll be interesting to hear the Celtic fans tonight um, They've been crying out for signings They've got two experienced players in the door You've got to say And the most important one And I think everybody was talking about it They needed a goalkeeper Is Joe Hart the right man? Yep, some very large and obvious talking points for you tonight So Rangers fans, you know the way this works by now If there are games on during the show You just use us as a sounding board If you're shouting at the TV, you just shout at us instead So pick up the phone and watch the game with us Talk us through it, let us know what you're seeing And Celtic fans, quite simply Joe Hart and James McCarthy What do you make of them? Are those signings that excite you? Are those signings that you are in favour of or the signings that perhaps you would have looked elsewhere I don't know, you tell me 0141 951 1025 clearly two massive signings whatever way you look at it so pick up the phone and let us know there have been slight developments on the idea of getting larger crowds in we had an Ayrshire derby last night we've got more European action coming up on Thursday as well and all the while the transfer window is still open so you can speculate until your heart is content 0141 951 1025 or Twitter at Clyde SSB Rangers in Europe Joe Hart James McCarthy and whatever else you want pick up that phone right so Rangers are underway Gordon five minutes gone Malmo nil Rangers nil Champions League qualifying getting to that stage where Rangers know the group stages are within relative touching distance I'll give you the starting 11 for Rangers tonight if you've just missed it it's Alan McGregor who returns in goal it's the back four of the captain James Tavernier Connor Goldson Philip Hollander and the returning Borna Barisic a midfield three of Stephen Davis John Lundstrom and Scott Arfield remember Glenn Kamara is suspended as is Kamar Roof which means the front three is Scott Wright Ryan Kent and Cedric Eaton how would you describe the start of this one Gordon? I think they've started uh, very positively uh, Gordon Uh, I like the fact that Wright who I was very impressed with uh, when he came on the pitch on Saturday against Livingston obviously got his goal as well Eaton is the one that a lot of fans I've been talking to in the pre-season games have been saying look um, he deserves a chance Obviously Morelis not there tonight Gives him that opportunity But um, you know Rangers This is a sort of a game that they like They're away from home A European style football The counter attack The players that they've got in the final third And midfield three um, Be interesting to see that uh, If they can get that positive result To take back to Ibrox 
Six minutes gone Still goalless Rangers did start on the front foot Now got uh, a bit of defending to do As Malmo find their way into the game Roger what's the standout from the team news As far as you go? Well seven changes From the side that defeated Livingston In the Premiership Open on Saturday afternoon And this probably highlights the, the strength and depth That Stephen Gerrard has You wouldn't say the team looks any weaker for those changes Alan McGregor as you say Back in goal Philip Hollander and Borna Barisic Both in at defence A debut for John Lindstrom I think Rangers fans would like to see him Starting in competitive action Scott Arfield back in there as well of course And Scott Wright starts He, he really impressed He took his goal well at the weekend When he came on for the injured Janis Hadji But you look at the Rangers squad Very young bench A couple of homegrown Academy graduates there on the bench Because Kamara suspended a roof suspended as you say Leon Balligan suspended to Gordon No Morelos Hadji not fit to start No Joe Aribo tonight either So uh, it just shows you that you know Even with seven changes Still a very strong Rangers team The one area where you probably couldn't really criticise Stephen Gerrard since he took over Would be Europe Roger Because there's been, yeah. that, there's been that progression every year They've generally beaten the sides that they were meant to beat And at times beaten sides or drawn with sides That they probably weren't meant to beat on paper um, Does that bring about a, a new confidence A new level of expectation at this stage? Um, it's difficult to say because they haven't really been In the Champions mm. League qualifiers And that, that is a step up from Europa League qualifiers the, the, the strange thing but, is though Malmo aren't as such are they Compared to no, the Portos and I was, I was about to say into the next round more likely to be Olympiacos You would think And, and, and that's That's the real Grown up European qualifiers When you get a side With the European pedigree And the experience In the competition Of Olympiacos So I would expect Rangers to get through This tie over the two legs uh, Malmo just sort of Sneaked through Against Helsinki A very tight tie Quite a high scoring tie 4-3 in aggregate Over the two games I would expect Rangers To get through And it's a mouth-watering Task next Olympiacos Interesting to see Gordon How the removal of Away goals changes things for teams at this level It's been part of European football for, for quite a while now It's been taken away And um, is it just simple for Steven Gerrard You go and you win this game You don't worry about You know it used to be you could come away with a score draw for instance And you would be happy Yeah um, I, I I think Steven Gerrard would be happy coming away Even with a, a draw tonight God. Because you would fancy them Especially at home at Ibrox I think European football Suits the style of Rangers Just now uh, Malmo are obviously The home team They'll try and take the game To Rangers And usually Rangers With the pace of Kent You've got Wright You've got players like that Our field that can go beyond uh, So it suits them down to a tee They get their two full backs High up the pitch as well um, So I'm sure Stephen Gerrard's Basically thinking Yep yeah, If we can get a result Great if we get a draw, we will fancy our chances at Ibrox. Yeah, and listen, they've started reasonably brightly. Um, Malmo on the ball a couple of times without really threatening Alan McGregor's goal. Rangers getting it up to Eton and Eton, I should say, and trying to get as close to him as they can. Be interesting to see how Arfield and, and Lundstrom, to me, quite similar types. As Dan said, they both like to get um, they both like almost to get beyond the ball at times. So, be interesting to see. I would expect Stephen Davis to to almost play as a sitter. You know, when there's the likes of Glenn Kamara and all there, obviously Ryan Jack still to come back as well, but. I would I would fancy Rangers They got a draw here In the Champions League Qualifiers 10 years ago Hadn't been enough They'd lost the first leg At Ibrox I would fancy them To get through this time Right Rangers fans If you're watching it And listening to us At the same time Pick up the phone Let us know how you think It's going What you've spotted Maybe room for improvement Or things that please you Whatever you fancy 0141 951 
1025 Big, big signing news in Scottish football today though Celtic have signed a new goalkeeper in the form of Joe Hart And a new midfielder in the form of James McCarthy Two very familiar names to football fans in this part of the world The former England goalkeeper Hart joins on a three-year deal from Tottenham Welsh Republic of Ireland international and former Hamilton Ackies midfielder James McCarthy Signs a four-year contract after leaving Crystal Palace Let's bring in Brian Who's a Celtic fan First of all tonight What's your reaction To these signings Brian? I'm apparently Big signings To be honest A couple of points like, About 10 years ago Celtic could have had McCarthy McCarthy A combined fee Of £300,000 The two of them Down to starring In the Premiership Done well Done great And Joe Hart I mean he's He's no better than Craig Gordon Who we could be let go as well I think these, these signings Are um, sort of Embarrassment and it's like the point catch up, get any player we can on, on the books before the season starts. And okay, McCarthy's probably still quite a good player, but you've been let go. And Joe Hart, his last time, I think he played in cup games last year, and I think he's going to be on a pretty penny as well. I think they want better signings than this. Yeah, I mean, I didn't say good signings because time will tell, but they're, they're big signings because they're big names and people know them, and people know Celtic need players in mm-hmm. that. That's what I mean by big time will tell if they're good signings or not. Um. Well, a fairly underwhelming start. Brian's not too impressed, Roger. Give us your general yeah. overview of Joe Hart and James McCarthy. We've said for many weeks in the show, Celtic need to get players in. <clears throat> so it would be a bit churlish to start criticising Celtic when they do get the players in. As you say, they could be good signings, they could be mediocre signings, they could be awful signings. Only time will tell. What's your, uh, sort of, what's your gut feeling on that, my, though? We, we are here to try and predict these my, things, my, aren't we? My gut feeling is, first of all, it's a real move in policy for Celtic. In times, in terms of signing, Celtic, for many, many years and very successfully, went for younger players who would improve their game working at Celtic and could then be sold on for a handsome profit. You think of Virgil Van Dijk, Victor Wanyama. You think of Fraser Foster, people like that. Um, Joe Hart will be thirty-seven at the end of this deal, and James McCarthy will be thirty-four at the end of his deal. So, it's a it's a marked change of policy. Um, is Joe Hart better than Barkas, Bain or Hazard? You would certainly have to believe that he is Is James McCarthy better alongside Callum McGregor Than a Sorrow or a Bitton? Yes, he very probably is I think there'll be more question marks around the McCarthy signing Just simply because of his recent injury record I, I'm going to hand in my radio Clyde Anarag Because Andrew McLean's leaving me in the stalls I think he tweeted a, a, a stat this afternoon That Callum McGregor played more minutes Last season than James McCarthy's played in the last five years So Celtic supporters will hope That James McCarthy can put his injury woes behind him And prove that at 30 years of age He's still got another four years in him mm. I mean Brian, they've clearly both operated at a very high level James McCarthy, we all know the English He was a, a superstar as a kid up here and, and went down to the English Premier League I think Joe Hart's won the English Premier League twice um, Elaborate a little bit on why you, you don't buy into that pedigree See, we missed the boat. I don't know. I probably told how many years ago it was, but see, we could have McCarthy, McCarthy at the same time for three hundred thousand pounds when they would, we could have had them in the, the fullness of their career, not the twilight of their career. Okay, granted, they're decent players, but this just looks to me like it's. I suppose to it's basically short-term measure to get somebody in better, and that's why we're doing short-term signings just now. And it's, Certainly not going to be good enough to stop Rangers this year. I imagine not next year either. Well, I mean, it's not short term because no. one, one's been given a three year deal, one's been given a four year deal, Gordon. Um, it is a different type of signing, as Roger says, and it, it's quite 
It's quite obvious isn't it The main themes that jump out Both have been at a very high level And therefore if you get them at their peak mm-hmm. They're obviously good signings On the other hand Neither have played a lot of football recently As Roger says I think James McCarthy And that's the, the, the brutal thing about football He's had a terrible run of injuries 74 games in the last five seasons And um, Joe Hart 10 games last season 3 the season before But they have operated at a high level So which which side do you buy into more? I, I'm a bit surprised on the, the length of the contract for two players um, I agree with Roger I think Joe Hart is far better than what Celtic have got just now And I think he'll handle the Scottish game no problem at all I know there's a question mark I think he played 10 games for Spurs But you're looking at a guy that's got over 70 caps for England So he's a good goalkeeper, Gordon uh, McCarthy was a, a terrific player And one of the big doubts everybody's talking about is injuries But... You can have that with any player at all. Um, he's certainly got the ability. He's certainly got the talent. He's does the, thirty. Does, does the four-year contract, because of the injuries and the age, surprise you? But yes, yes. That's what that's what I was trying to say. In my point. I was very surprised that they went down the road with a four-year deal. I've got to say, um, but I do think that there are two additions that fit. If the both of them are fit. I think they will add something to Celtic squad of that there's no doubt because you don't play at that level um, we all know they're talented players and it's up to them now to come to Celtic and will they improve Celtic? I think they will uh, Let's thank Brian who was not overly impressed Sheila, as a Celtic fan are you feeling a bit more optimistic than your fellow fan Brian? Yes I am optimistic indeed I think Joe Hart will give us a lot of stability at the back We've got a kind of young and unsettled defence. And I think Barkas and, and Bain have been a bit of a bomb scare. And when you get uncertainty in the defence, then the midfield has to cover and just the whole team kind of breaks down. So we're kind of building from the back here. As for McCarthy, it's a player I've wanted to see in the hoops for absolutely ages. And I think he'll be a great replacement in terms of personality, um, like Scott Brown. I think he'll be a good kind of person to support Callum McGregor. And also think he's not the sort of player that will um, accept defeat easily, which I feel over the past season, um, when we expected a lot of fights, if we were a goal or two behind, um, we didn't um, see the fight. So I'm really looking forward to him playing. I know there's some injury worries, but when Rangers signed Stephen Davis, did they get him for a free as well? Um, Southampton had done with him he started a bit shakily but he's become the bedrock of kind of Rangers um, kind of coming back mm. to the best so I'm hoping the same for McCarthy and I'm an optimist anyway Yeah, the, the, These profile of signing Roger are always interesting because yeah, yeah James McCarthy might be a Stephen Davis you uh, could be on the other end of the scale I don't know what a Joey Barton Someone with that sort of pedigree That comes up here And it, yeah, it doesn't work out Shane Duffy um, I'm thinking from Celtic's point of view They've signed some players Like Scott Sinclair Who had a good career But then it kind of petered out Then come up here Rejuvenated yeah. and, and was magnificent So comparing them to other players Is there, fascinating But there, there, they'll all no, play out in their own there's way There's no question About James McCarthy's ability James McCarthy has won the FA Cup He's got 40 odd caps for Ireland He's had a successful career in the English Premier League With Wigan and with Crystal Palace and with Everton He is a good player The only question marks over James McCarthy Have been really his injury record in the last few seasons And now, what, are you just relying on luck there then? To, I mean I'm sure there's 
due diligence being done, medical yeah, staff and all the rest of, of it, and after course. that you so, just cross your so, fingers. Yeah, James McCarthy will be crossing his fingers. It doesn't matter where he went to, whether he went to Celtic, I think Newcastle were interested as well. Wherever he went, he will be crossing his fingers that he has better fortune with injuries. If he can stay fit, I would imagine James McCarthy would be a good signing and would improve what Ange Postacoglu's got there in the middle of the park. Uh, Joe Hart, for me, is an upgrade on what was there before. Um, Barkas, not for me. Scott Bain, again, you know, Celtic fans can quarrel with this. I think he's a, a reliable backup, but as a frontline goalkeeper, mm. you know, he's, he's not up there with a Foster or a Gordon, and he's possibly not up there with a Joe Hart. So, if, you know, with a fair wind, these signings should be good for Celtic, but as you say, you can't really guarantee anything. Yeah, I mean, Shall I'm not saying Celtic have just jumped in here. I, I wouldn't pretend to know that, but is there a. Is there a realisation that Celtic needed bodies in? And again, I'm not saying any bodies, but desperate for a goalkeeper, they, they needed numbers, they needed to bolster the squad. So you're as well giving these guys a a chance and, be, and being pleased that at least some sort of progress is being made. Yeah, I think it's a step in the right direction, and I fully accept this season is a rebuild season. But on that point, let's get Edward out the door. Let's get short of him quickly. He doesn't. He doesn't. He's, not, he's just not trying. Um, we'll get fifteen million for him and pay four million for Kevin Nisbet, please. She looks good, Mark. By the yeah. way, does Celtic not still looking for a new head of recruitment? Yeah, well, yeah, pass Sheila's yeah, number on. But there it's there. Nobody right there to recruit him. I think that's a good bit of business she's talking about. Uh, like Sheila, are you available? Could you be persuaded? Oh, oh God, yes. Right, yeah, I'll, I'll pass on your number. Yeah, um, I think it's good thinking We all know that Edwards Want to leave Celtic He wants to go elsewhere He likes the look of Obviously England And you know He's been a terrific player for Celtic But You, you just watch him just now He's not firing in All Sanders He's not the, the, the same striker As he's been throughout the years um, I think it'd be better for both parties If he left the club and I think she's right. If if I was uh, sitting in Celtic's shoes, I would be certainly looking at the hip striker. Who, who, I think he's a very, very good player. Who who needs the move to happen most? Edward himself. Or Celtic. Celtic. Or Celtic. All day for me, Roger. Because while he's still in the building, you're going to play him. And I'll be interesting to see. Uh, what happens in the, in, in the next week or so But while he's in the building You've got to play him Because you know That he is your best player But you need to You need to move him on now Because both Both parties have came To that situation Thank you Sheila 01419511025 Still Malmo nil Rangers nil We'll give you an update From there And more of your calls next You are the voice Of Scottish football Call 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon Diel and Roger Hanna are here 01419511025 on the phones or Twitter at Clyde SSB 26 gone now Malmo nil Rangers nil a good opening for Rangers a few moments ago through Scott Arfield Gordon a bit tame with the shot at goal overall how would you describe it? I think the Rangers manager will be delighted with the first 25 minutes Gordon all it's missing is a goal they look comfortable they look a better team in Malmo you've got to say um, there was a claim there for a penalty kick Ryan Ken. I thought the referee made the correct decision But I think um, you know Rangers will be reasonably happy With 26 minutes on the clock And I think I was saying to Roger off the, um, At the break there that I think if Rangers score the first goal tonight They could probably have this tie over with Before it come back to Irish 
Yeah, and there looks to be a confidence about Rangers. It's probably been built up over the last three years of European competition under Steven Gerrard. They can go away from home now. You used a perfect word, Daz. Comfortable. They look comfortable. They look confident. They look as if they believe, you know, a little bit of patience and they could get somewhere in this game. They could get that opening goal. Scott Wright running through their offside flag goes up to, the, to deny him a clear run through and goal. But they do look the better team. Uh, we've got Ricky, who's a Celtic fan, wants to reflect on the signings of McCarthy. And Hart, so we'll do that in just a second But Craig is a Rangers fan, he's watching along What have you made of the opening exchanges, Craig? Yeah, how you doing, gents? Um, yeah, listen, well, so far, not not much to complain about I think um, I'd maybe like to see Cedric Eaton just, just get a wee bit more involved I think a couple of times I've had it down the wing And he's, uh, he's just been a wee bit a yard or two further back Than you'd like to see him as a striker um, But I also think, you know, Gordon referenced it there I think we... We should have just had a penalty there because when you see it, you know, Kent actually turns out with the ball. The Malmo defender does not get any of the ball and just gets all of Ryan Kent and knocks him to the ground. Now, to me, that's a penalty um, because it's just inside the area. Um, so I think uh, I think the referees made a mistake there. But overall, you know, I think we've looked we've looked pretty good. We just need that that wee extra bit for the final ball. You know, our field. Slightly under hit his shot And then it was a, a, At the edge of the box He went to cut it back To, to Cedric Keaton And he, he's under hit the pass as well um, So I think it's just Sharpening those wee bits up But it's early goals in the game still So That'll come But I, as I say I'm a bit A bit aggrieved That we never get that penalty I could tell by the look In your face Gordon Deal You did not think It was a penalty No I didn't um, I think I said uh, earlier If if that was given against me, I, I think I'd be complaining, uh, Gordon. Ryan Kent certainly thought it was a penalty, and so did Craig, and I can see why. But I just think the lad was very strong. Um, and as I say, I look at it from the other side. If I was sitting there and it was given against uh, Rangers, I, I would say, no, it was never a penalty. And Roger, pick, pick a team, Team DL or Team Craig in no, Cumbernauld. I, I thought it was a very good claim. I'll tell you why I say that. Is Dazzle still delighting telling you I was at Dingwall on Saturday and St. Johnson were awarded a penalty, which Ali McCann missed, but were awarded a penalty for a very similar incident. Young Reese Devine going down the left side of the box, bamboozled Cole Donaldson, turned in the ball and Cole Donaldson just wiped him out. I didn't really see a great deal of difference between that incident and the one involving Ryan Kent there. The defender's gone in, he's got nothing in the ball, he's left Ryan Kent in his backside. I think the referee could easily have given a penalty. At 30 minutes on the clock, so a third of the way through this one, Rangers with a corner to defend. Based on the opening third, Craig, are you seeing anything that, that makes you think Rangers can't progress through this tie? No, as I say, you know, um, you know just... Yeah, they sharpen the final ball up, but that'll come. But I'm not seeing anything that suggests that. I would like to 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 see Morelos back in, um, you know, for next Tuesday, um, because I think the one thing that's unquestionable, although Eten and Sakala are fantastic backups to have, the two best strikers we've got are Kimar Ruth and Alfredo Morelos. One of them suspended, and I don't really know the reasons why the other one and Alfredo Morelos has not been back yet and is not. Um, able to play So I'd like to see that Because he's You know The main man mm. But um, You know As I say I think uh, Other than That I'd be quite happy With what I've Seen mm. There's certainly nothing That makes me think You know We can't 
beat this team But yep. we do have to be careful Because well, I must admit They look a bit sharp When they come in the attack Yeah I mean Well Alfredo Morelos Has been in quarantine The wonders of social media He's been spotted Jogging around yeah, I've seen this. The hotel car park At the airport today To keep sharp Roger well, Hannes Needs must he, You know He was going to jog around The fort with Mark Wilson But he couldn't get out did, So he had, he had to get around The sort of hotel car park If you like um, I actually saw Some image you think It was his, as a young team Say his Insta story mm. Yesterday And he was looking Surprisingly trim um, He's been away At the Copa America With Colombia He has had to self-isolate As per government Covid rules So it, You know As Craig says Rangers fans will want him back For the home leg Against Malmo And he might well be ready Just to come into the team Obviously Ruf and Kamara Miss out again next week uh, So It'll be interesting to see If he, if he comes straight back in Whether he even gets involved At, at Tannadice on Saturday Gordon I know you've got up to All sorts in hotel car parks yeah. In the past Have you ever <laughs> jogged around one? <laughs> Never Gordon That's fine no. Moving swiftly on <laughs> 01419511025 Thank you to Craig uh, Still goalless Half an hour Malmo nil Rangers I almost said Wraith Rovers there I don't know why He just was, <laughs> must have been speaking to you Rangers nil Malmo nil Rangers nil uh, Ricky Who's <laughs> a Celtic fan from Easterhouse Been a bit of a mixed bag so far Ricky In terms of the Celtic fans on the phone Responding to the signings Are you happy? Thanks very much to 3Gs for taking my call no and uh, yes, I'm happy. I think Joe Hart will come in, he'll get the jersey, he'll stay there. We'll not be saying to yourself, who we got in this week? Who's in? Who's in? You know, is it, is it the Barkas? Is it Dane? He'll come in, take the jersey, stay there. Come an influence at the back. What a lot of experience. Made a couple of mistakes in his career. He's pulled off some fantastic saves at all. You don't win two premierships unless you're really good. You don't get 70 caps unless you're good. See this, he's not played. There's a Foster was the same. He was sitting in the reserves. Look what he produced. You know, we took a boy, Craig Gordon, with a bad knee injury, come back, look what he produced. So all this is all rubbish. And Celtic fans want to just sit there and wait to see what a guy does before putting him down. The guy came on at first, could have got McCarthy for 300 odd thousand. Well, we're going to do for nothing because he was a free transfer. Well, I think we've got a better deal to do than the first time. Okay, he might be older, but I tell you what, it'll be a common influence in that midfield. I think he's the type of guy when we're maybe winning one nothing and we're maybe up against it, he'll calm it down what Scott Brown used to do. And we'll not be going gung ho, right? Settle down, boys, let's play. Let's just see the game out. That's what we need. Sorrow's all right, but he's not got that experience. McCarthy's got that. And I agree with the young lady who was on before. And that's back. I think he's the next Andy Walker. Well, so. <laughs> I, I certainly, I certainly said it would be a no-brainer for me. This bit, if Edward leaves, um, I think he's one of the best strikers going about in Scotland just now. He's got everything in his locker. I, I, I tend to agree with Ricky. I think we've got to give you know the the signings, the manager, everybody at Celtic time just to settle down, see what they're going to produce. Well, okay, they had a disappointing start this season, but it's a long, long way to go. I think two experienced guys come in. I've always said you build from the back. Your goalkeeper is probably your 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 strongest position. You look at what we're watching Rangers tonight. What Alan McGregor produced for Rangers last year in Europe and in the league, and the amount of goals and points and everything. It was so important to them. So Joe Hart with his experience, and I agree. You don't play seventy odd games with England if you're a bad goalkeeper. 
Um, so I think that is a good signing, Gordon, and he's got a good presence. The one thing you always look at a goalkeeper is you, is he got a presence, and I think he has. I don't think Barkas has got that. I don't think Bain has got that. So I think Joe Hart is a good signing. Obviously, McCarthy, he's a good, good player. The question marks injuries. We hope the boy goes and plays game after game, and you know gets over this injury thing. But I'll be interested to see how they settle in. Are they better? Are they better now with these two players in the building? I would probably say they're a better squad now. But time will tell how they go about the business. The real test, Roger, is always really about the style and how how a player fits into a new team because yeah. the, the CV is great, right? You can rhyme off what a player's done and what they haven't done. But, but do they fit where they're going to go? And that that's the bit that we'll, that we'll learn. There there are glaring examples. Everybody raved about Joey Barton about the type of player he was, but really on reflection, had he ever played for? A team that has the ball all the time Like yeah. Rangers did The answer was no He wasn't, he wasn't used to it whatsoever And he came and went Shane Duffy A backs to the wall defender Had he ever played for a team like Celtic Where the, the expectations The style were totally different The answer was no Joe Hart has At least On paper Man City Expectation One things Possession based So you can kind of see that James McCarthy it's, it's probably been a while Since he played for a A possession Based team But again that's not to say He can't do it It just means that it's It's, it's going to be interesting to watch Because that's the most important thing Yeah and, and, and Listen That's seven signings In the door now For Celtic under Ange Postecoglou uh, You could Pick an argument over Any of the seven of them You could say They're going to be great You could say Oh well it, It's open to question We just have to give them time We have to give the manager time We have to give The players time They're all going to need A little bit of time To settle in To In most cases A new country a new club Probably a different style of play If Ange Postecoglou can, can get this style That he's wanting Celtic to play in And I think Celtic fans Are going to need mm-hmm. to be patient this season And see how McCarthy settles How Hart settles How Starfeld, Furuhashi All settle into the team uh, It was always going to be A summer overhaul I would expect you know, We say seven It could be eight If a Liam Scales deal goes through From Shamrock Rovers I would expect at least four more During this month and there may be even more if the likes of his dad says Odson Edward goes out the door, Ryan Christie perhaps goes out the door, a man whose contract expires in January. It is going to be an enormous change and it's going to take some getting used to for Celtic yeah, fans. I was to, does there need to be a degree of patience that remains? Not even so much on, on giving people time, but an acknowledgement of the, the overhaul that's going on at Celtic. Because there is obviously still a question there. Who who identifies signings at the moment? You know, is, did Ange Postecoglou go to Don Mackay and say Joe Hart and James McCarthy are the guys that I need? If, if it wasn't him, we, we won't really know who because there is no there is no clear recruitment structure at the moment. But that, that, well, that's yeah, that's just the way it is, and yeah, but I, I, I can't fix that overnight. I don't think the players will be coming in without Ange Postecoglou approving. I'm not it suggesting all. that for a second, um, but you know, th- you know, I don't. No one, I, no one really knows the process. I, at the I moment. don't think you need. You, you were saying at the top of the show There's no head of recruitment And I don't think you need The world's best recruitment department To know that James McCarthy's out of contract He's a lifelong Celtic mm. fan He formerly played in this league Let's look at James McCarthy Likewise Joe Hart is one of the boys Over 70 caps for England Sitting on the bench at Spurs Oh I wonder if he's available So these are I'm not going to say obvious They're probably more obvious signings Than Carl Starfeld A Swede playing in Russia Or Leila Bada Teenager from the, the yeah. Israeli league you, you could ask that question about them um, I think McCarthy and Hart Are sort of obvious signing Begs a question What next for Vasilis Barkas Where mm. does he go 
And it also begs the question, a strange week, a four-year deal for a 30-year-old midfielder when a 25-year-old called Olivier and Cham was allowed to go out the door for nothing on Sunday. Ricky, what's next then? I know there's a lot of fascination about Edward because, well, he's odds on Edward. He's been a magnificent player and there's a lot of speculation regarding him. But the fullback areas, is that something Celtic need to address soon? I would, I would say definitely we, uh, the big boy Ralston. I'm actually surprised how good he's been so far. Uh, but we still need cover for that. I would so, I would probably say we need, well, we've got ball and goal already. We don't know what's happening with him, you know. I need two boys for Sheffield. I've not seen him anywhere. So I'm, I'm wondering, does Foster call the fans for him? Are he showing up anything in training? Because these two boys are... I've no one or two of them are defenders. I mean, when big Beaton gets sent off, we stuck the young boy on. Why didn't we stick the the, the Sheffield boy on? Who's a, a, a defender? I'm sure he could play anywhere along the back line. Why? Because we seen him on the track, and I thought he was coming on, but obviously he didn't. He? So why is why is these two guys not been a shot yet? And by the way, he Foster Coughlin never brought them in. They were already there. Ricky, I think that's your answer right there um, You're asking the question You're right, Postacoglu didn't bring them in uh, And he may be at the situation where he doesn't really fancy them And it happens It happens because he, he, the Celtic manager may have other ideas about what he's, how he wants his players to play uh, I've got to agree um, They need full back cover Of that there's no doubt uh, They'll probably need another centre half in there as well because um, it's a lot of games, a lot of fixtures coming up. You need a good squad. You need good backup. I thought the last two games, Ralston, you know, he comes in for a bit of criticism. Uh, I thought he, you know, his goal at the weekend was really good, wasn't it? Uh, terrific. I'm delighted for a boy. I think he puts his heart and soul into it. Uh, but I don't think he is the number one right back. I also don't think that Taylor is one that will be played. Every single week So I think they need a left back To come in there as well So it'll be interesting Roger says There's, there's seven bodies in And there'll certainly be I'm with Roger I think at least Four or five others to come in Yeah on James McCarthy Specifically on Twitter Tony says Great signing Very talented player Who's been at the highest level And Richard by the coast Says still a few more to come in And one or two to probably leave But this is a massive improvement On what was already there Especially the keeper Get another centre back Right back, left back and striker And Celtic will be moving in the right direction Thank you Ricky We'll get a half time whistle in Sweden next 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Roger Hanna and Gordon Diel are in the building We're approaching the half-time whistle in Sweden Although I think there will be a few minutes added on As Borna Barisic whips in a free kick And the offside flag goes up Cedric Eaton has gone into the book Rangers still on top You would have to say Gordon Without Well in fact Ryan Kent had a good opening It was blocked Yeah I just think that uh, They can do things quicker round about the box Gordon I think they'll get a bit of joy It's certainly an open game um, and I think that uh, plays right into Rangers' hands. Barisic has also a, get, got a yellow card. I didn't think he deserved that. Um, Ryan Kent's complaining about one or two of the tackles that he's uh, receiving tonight. But I think the Rangers manager getting in at half time, nil nil. He'll be he'll be happy, but he'll just be looking for that important goal. And I think on the the play. Uh, so far I think Rangers deserve to be in front Yeah well half time whistle will go very soon And we'll, we'll look back properly on the 
First half We are on Twitter as well At Clyde SSB Kevin McGoldrick's happy With the James McCarthy signing He says What a signing A genuine Scott Brown Replacement uh, And also on Twitter At Clyde SSB If you just head on there You will see Exclusive Behind the scenes We're trying something new This season Exclusive behind the scenes Footage Of how Gordon Dale Prepares for a show um, There's a nice picture Of him taking a wee n- Snooze In the Clyde One office uh, These boys like uh, Don't blame me I am washing my hands of this I am just I was, An interested party I was party. stretching and You were very much asleep You can see the picture <laughs> On there um, A couple of things Jump out At As at Roger um, He's got his phone Resting on his forehead Like sort of covering his eyes uh, I'm not really sure why And he'll be gutted Because after last week Turning up sharp He, he was rocking the sort of American barbecue look He had the white trousers on Last week And the polo shirt He's gone back To PE teacher chic This week Yeah well and he's been, tonight guys He's been papped On the, on the couch we are, we are getting closer To the schools going back So it doesn't surprise me That he's going back To the sort of PE teacher chic mm-hmm. Very impressed With his new wardrobe Tuesday the boys Were telling me He was in with Another new outfit On uh, Saturday when he was doing the show So he's really He's, he's raised the He's raised the bar For the rest of us Going into 21-22 season You look very at home On that black leather couch In the Clyde One office I must say um, Lots of responses Coming in on Twitter as well Oh I can imagine uh, Yeah you, you can Must yeah. be must be some size of phone To hide that snib Says Paul Nineteen sixty seven. Paul uh, The French tickler To be fair He could rest a laptop On that snib I like this one from Angelus Because we were asking on Twitter Why you've got your phone Over your eyes and uh, Angela says Maybe you just misunderstood The iPhone Oh See what, see what yeah, he's done there. Yeah, yeah. yeah Nice yeah. one I like nice that one. Graham's even having a pop At your phone cover Because it is looking a bit worse for wear It's looking <laughs> well, a bit cracked It's not the best it's a, bit, it? it's a bit worn yeah. The old leather phone case I, I, I know, It's probably not even real leather Is it let's be honest yeah, I don't know So I, I think we need to Crowdfund Gordon a new yeah. The new phone. Yeah, he told yeah. me he told me we in at the shop at Fur Park looking for the new phone cover, but I think they're sold out the new ones at the start of the, the season. The new Motherwell ones, yeah. yeah but I'll, I'll pick one up this week. But I'll tell you, I'm going to up my game again Thursday and Saturday good. this week on. Right, good stuff. That is half time in Sweden. Rangers goalless at the moment. Roger, how would you sum up? Um, Rangers look the better team. I think the front three of Kent, Eaton and Wright look dangerous on the counter attack. Um, the Rangers haven't really been worried defensively Helander back in Sweden Alongside Goldson They look comfortable As Dan said Midway through the half They look the better team Stephen Gerrard will probably be happier Than John Dal Thomas in at half time With the way the game is going But it would be a whole lot happier If Rangers could get a goal Yeah I can't disagree with that um, You know you get away from home In one of these European ties Um <clears throat> So far it's a clean sheet That's a positive They do look dangerous Especially on the break When Roger's saying there About the pace of the And the movement of the front guys And uh, just a little bit more Taking care in front of goals I think you can see Rangers scoring here tonight 0141-951-1025 Half time might be a good chance For you Rangers fans to get in touch Let's bring in William on the phone And see what he's got for us Hi William Well good evening guys uh... Uh, I've heard the I've heard the people balancing uh, spoons in their in, on their noses, but no phones that way. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm glad I've made your night. <laughs> it's just to talk about the signings. Uh, uh, I think I think Roger made a point earlier. You know, I think it was quite interesting. You know, the signing policy. And I think during this transition, that's a great point because I think it's time Celtic started signing players that want to be at the club. I think these two players obviously took a, a, a wage reduction and uh, probably will end their careers at Celtic. So 
I think uh, they've brought in two players that want to be there and want to play for Celtic instead of uh, looking looking to play for Celtic as a stepping stone. I think that was a great point, with Roger, because I think that's part of the transition as well and wanting players. And it's been part of the problem as well. I think over the last four years, uh, uh, Celtic uh, recruitment and how we've how we've had to sell players constantly, sell our best players constantly, bringing in loan players, which is holding back youth youth players, and uh, put us in a state that we're in the new. So I think Rogers made made. Made the point that I would make as well Yeah I mean Roger that's an interesting one You can certainly spin that boat I think the loan part most people would agree It's it's probably about time Celtic fans feel they should look at that market less But we shouldn't be so quick to forget That signing young players And I know the phrase carries all these negative connotations The phrase stepping stone but, but that but that has worked Signing young hungry players Who want to prove That they can go on To the next level Has worked for Celtic And they, they, you know, they've got the best Out of some guys And Moussa Dembele And Victor Wanya And made great money on them This is now a bit different And it'll be interesting To see how that How that works Because it's been a mixed bag For our early going You know guys Who are experienced And have been down the road When they then come up here Towards the end We've, we've seen all sorts Yeah and it's interesting You know Before Andrew was in the door The two deals were done For the two lads From Sheffield Wednesday Young guys Who Bit of a gamble Celtic will hope To make them better And sell them on You could maybe throw Leela Bada Into that as well Because I think That's a deal That would have been done Whether Ange Postecoglou Was a manager Whoever was a manager You just wonder now If Ange's come in Had a look at the squad And thought What I actually need here Is not You know The type of guy We're going to improve Over a period of time What I need now in this squad as a bit of a sort of here and now player mm-hmm. if you like I can't wait on the Shaws the Oragidis the Abadas in two or three years time I, I, I need guys for the here and now to make Celtic better to strengthen the squad and maybe that's why Hart and McCarthy went well, we're talking about maybe four more signings maybe more before the month of January fascinating to see the profile I, I think of you're right. I think you're right Roger I think he needs tried and tested guys and hopefully they can come in and obviously do a turn because uh, you know what like it is just now uh, Celtic fans ain't happy with what's happening at the club I'm all for giving this manager two, three windows gone Because I think he deserves it, he needs it He has to get time to build his own team And the way he's going to play But we know what like it is in Scottish football Especially if you're at the big club like Celtic and Rangers You don't get that time So I think he's looked at it and thought I'm not I'm not here to develop players I'm here mm. to get instant results And I need experience guys William I suppose it's a bit of both isn't it, it, it It's a balance You need I think Ange Postacoglu has spoken many times About trying to bring experience And, and that's clearly what he's done today but, but then you mix them in And you, you use the young players at the right time Don't you? I think you're right Gordon I mean, I'm going to see the Colts the Colt tomorrow night With my friends So I think I think with the Colts being in in the league, I think we've we've got to make an investment and in, and in through the youth as well. I think buying in players and bringing players on loan is is, is stopping the development of the youth players. You know, I think I think bringing in like guys like Duffy and bringing in guys like Kenny. I mean, even even Elanusi to a certain extent. I think it stopped it stopped the it put a player in front of a, maybe a player coming through at Celtic, and I think. I just think, I just think we're signing policy has caused us a lot of problems. Not so much the the recruitment has caused the problems as well, but I think the signing policy has caused us problems. 
even though it's been successful. You know, I still think, I do think that Celtic need, need players that want to play for the club. Yeah, I mean, Roger, the thing about the loans is they can't, they can obviously work and we can probably debate El Yunusi. I think a lot of Celtic fans actually were quite happy with his yeah. contribution, good numbers, as they say. Um, and then Shane Duffy is your obvious example. Is the important thing just that they're, they're good players and, and they can do a job for the team rather than too much focus on length of deals and stuff like that? Or do, do you think that loans is, is now no longer something Celtic should I, really look to rely I, on? I, I always think loans should only really be utilised. You know, transfer deadline day if, you, if you're absolutely desperate And the left back's just broken his leg And you need to get another left back in quickly For a club of Celtic size And you can say Rangers as well They should be in a position That they've got a recruitment system Where they go and buy the players they want They fit them into the system They fit mm. them into the team They look to, you know, plug certain holes Listen, I've no problem signing 34-year-old half 30-year-old McCarthy Because, you know, Ange Postecoglou probably feels... They're an improvement What's there And they will solve a problem That's fine Doesn't matter the age demographic But I always think Clubs like Celtic and Rangers Should be signing Proper players Who are going to be there For a period of time Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football Okay Alex Ray Roundly beaten last night Easily beaten on Beat the Pundit, you have to say So let's see what Roger Hanna and Gordon Diel can come up with tonight If you want to ruin their evening It's 01419511025 Get on here, answer more questions right than they do Walk away with a sign ball It's that simple You do need to be quick though Because we're going to close the lines for this one at 7 o'clock So you must call before then And your chance to beat the Pundit is next Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard We are back underway in Sweden It's Malmo nil, Rangers nil. Just into the second half No changes for either side A fairly even first half Although you have to say Rangers did get themselves In some good positions So we will watch with interest And keep you up to speed on anything That's happening between now and the end It's 01419511025 Rangers fans If you want to talk to us While the game's going on Please feel free We would love to hear from you And Celtic fans Lots of reaction To the signings of Joe Hart And James McCarthy Based on what you've heard so far Do you agree? Do you disagree? Pick up the phone And let us know If you've got anything To add Rangers With a bit of defending to do And they're a goal down And it's a lovely strike Across from the right hand side The man got away from John Lundstrom I think it's Reeks who volleys the ball smashes it beyond Alan McGregor and the home fans enjoying that one not a good start to the second half no uh, I've got to say Malmo come out of the traps uh, very quickly in the second half put Rangers under a little bit of pressure and they've got the rewards for a, for Rangers being so comfortable in the first half corner you couldn't see this coming They've just basically switched off And it's not good defending But it's a terrific strike Right Rangers fans What did you make of that? 01419511025 Let's do this first Beat the Pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football Okay beat the Pundit time Your man was back on last night Black Arthur I think he'd take it He was lying low for the first week I wondered where he is You know he's a mysterious mm, guy yeah. He appeared last night He's listened back He's got the spreadsheet So already One week down You're sitting on a 50% win record Yeah yeah I'm quite, I'm quite happy So we'll need to try and brush up this week Let's bring in Mark In Kirk and Tillock How's it going Mark? Ah, not bad Thanks yourself Not bad at all I thought Alex Ray was going to get a zero last night Roger Hanna He was cruising towards a zero 
Yeah, just shows you know the, the pre-season is oh, very important. Rangers are two 0 down in Sweden. What a quick turnaround this has been! It's a mistake at the back corner. Goldson didn't cover himself in glory. Had the chance, perhaps just couldn't quite sort out his feet, and the ball slotted beyond Alan McGregor, and all of a sudden. This tie looks like it's getting away from Rangers Three minutes into the second half Yeah, only three minutes in And it really is calamitous defending by Rangers The, the first goal was not a clever goal to lose They seemed to be outnumbered at the back post When Rake scored And this is just dreadful defending Mirmansevich straight through Leaving Alan McGregor no chance And a finish off the far post Right, Rangers fans Now you really need to pick up the phone Let us know Where is this going wrong? This is not the type of thing we've seen from this Rangers side In a long, long time so let us know Mark incidentally is a Celtic fan So he possibly won't be quite that concerned mm. He's more bothered about Beat the Pundit tonight Is that right Mark? Definitely 100% Right I thought you might say that Right I'm going to toss the coin If it's heads You've got the short straw And you're up against Roger Hanna minus one And if it's tails You've won the lottery And you're up against Sleepy From the Clyde One office Earlier on Right let's see how we go I'm afraid it is Sleepy you're up again Third again. time since the start of the season it's be- it's 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 Are you sure it's Beat the Pundit Or Beat the Dazzler? Oh, will Sleepy turn into Dopey? There's every chance, right Let's give Gordon some Clyde too So that he can't steal your answers Mark, 30 seconds Head to head with Gordon And you can pass It's that simple, you ready? Yep, plenty will be Right, let's go 30 seconds Starting now Which Celtic manager signed Scott Sinclair? Brendan Rodgers Which Scottish side did Alan Hansen play for Before joining Liverpool? Pass I named the only Premiership team in Scotland To have received a red card this season so far Oh, uh, pass Who was Scotland's only goal scorer at Euro 2020? Callum McGregor Name either side James Tavernier was with permanently before Rangers Oh pass Which Scottish side did James McCarthy start his career with? Pass Name any national team that Dick Advocat has managed Netherlands Okay okay let's bring Gordon Diel back Gordon can you hear us? Yeah I can I can I can okay, Same set of questions to you yeah, yeah. 30 seconds starts no. Which Celtic manager signed Scott Sinclair? Um, b- 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 Strachan. Which Scottish side did Alan Hansen play for before Patrick joining Fisher. Liverpool? Name the only Premiership team in Scotland to have received a red card this season. Um, uh, Aberdeen. Who was Scotland's only scorer at Euro 2020? McGregor. Name either side James Tavernier was with permanently before joining Rangers. Wigan. Which Scottish side did James McCarthy start his Hamilton. career with? Name any national team that Dick Advocat has managed. National team, Holland. Okay, Netherlands. okay, okay. Mark, what do you think? What's the verdict? Nah, he's done me there, isn't he? Do you think so? Nah, I think so. Mm, he finished strong, I would say, right. Um, I'm, I do feel like docking on points because that that's one of the worst answers I've ever Wait, heard. What was it? F- uh, what Scott was Sinclair. Seriously I know you panicked I was here But the composure I showed Near the end there Was fantastic I held myself together That was rubbish Seriously Who was Brendan it? Brendan Rodgers Do you know what I actually thought It was Brendan Rodgers And I, I, I never come out with that Okay Did Oh take it mad God he's Obviously. a Celtic Yeah okay Everybody listening so got it So it's 4-1 I beat him 1-0 Alan Hansen played for Partick Thistle You've equalised ah, See you later Name the only Premiership team To have received a red card This season Dundee Dundee Oh so it was Yeah so Tell me Tell me Matt didn't Nah he didn't You're still level He did get Callum McGregor Scored at Euro 2020 So you're still level James Tavernier was with Newcastle And Wigan So you move 2-1 in front Come Uh, on Sorry no no 3-2 in front You then went 4-2 in front James Well I don't like that noise (laughs) I didn't like that one bit James McCarthy started at Hamilton 
Um, name any national team Dick Advocate has managed As you know We only accept the Netherlands We don't no, accept don't start that. Do not start that I'm not having that <laughs> So I give the point to Mark And not you But you won anyway Yes so, There we go I Mark was, Hard lines Unlucky oh Mark God, well played. Mark well played as well You're a good sport you Yeah just do you know what I'm, I'm, g- I'm glad I, I would urge you to be Magnanimous because you cannot be cocky after thinking that Gordon's tracking St. Scott's in play. <laughs> that's a poor oh, That's a poor one. That's one of the worst I've heard. Do, do, do you know the reason why? Because Callum came in the producer and said, Look, you've got to win tonight. You put him under severe pressure. Mm. And he went, The questions are really hard. I.e., that's why I thought it was a trick for I thought question. they were easy tonight, actually. But unlucky Mark Cardlines, well done, grudgingly, Gordon DL. <sighs> come on, Black Arthur, get that on the, the scoreboard. Good notch in the. The win column Right uh, Malmo 2 Rangers 0 You're going to blame us Slightly I mean at the break We said Rangers were, were Comfortable And had enough To win this And the start Of the second half Gordon has just Flipped on its head uh, Completely It uh, I must be Sitting there the now In the dugout Thinking Was that the same team That's went out In the second half They're all Over the place Gordon They're giving the ball Away cheaply They've lost Two really poor goals uh, Tavernier gives the ball away cheaply for the second one And the first one Why he's away in the pitch Ahead of his centre halves Leaving the back post exposed I've no idea They just seem to have gone to sleep Or whether they thought That they had this game You know And control of this game And it was going to be one of those nights And they've switched off But it's a completely different outfit From the first half And I'll tell you what I said that if Rangers score first They could put us tight to bed tonight If Malmo get another one Rangers have got a real uphill battle Yeah and of course Roger As we said earlier No away goals anymore So the notion that As long as Rangers grab one Yeah I'm sure Stephen Gerrard Would still fancy Going back and winning the tie at Ibrox But this is This is now they're staring down the barrel a little bit Yeah, one of the qualities Rangers have shown in Europe in the last three years Is an ability to go away and hold the ball Keep possession Take the sting out of the game if you like In, in the first ten minutes of the second half I can't remember them giving the ball away As often, you know, James Tavernier gave the ball away In the build up to the second goal John Lundstrom then gave the ball away Scott Wright's just lost possession there it, it, Very, very un-Rangers-like performance Away from home in Europe And it could be costly and Mr Consistent last season Played every minute Rarely slipped up Gordon mm. it, Is is Conor Goldson culpable for that second Or is it is it because he doesn't expect it to I think does it take a nick First yeah. of all And then it sort of lands at his feet I think I think he gets caught Gordon It'll be disappointed I think the Rangers as a team will be disappointed They come out in the second half And you're thinking Right okay If they just take their chances in front of goals If they've created a couple of half chances in the first half You think Rangers will probably be in easy street but this tie has turned completely on its head. James Tavernier's given the ball away again, but Scott Wright does really well, wins it back, and he's now driving forward. Cedric Eaton's there. He's had a difficult night. That, that's a great opportunity. See, that's what I'm saying about in front of goals, Gordon. They've got to take that little bit, a little bit more composure there. Wright does brilliant. He gets his captain out of a hole because it's a poor ball by Tavernier, but Scott Wright turned into a good one. Was Throw forward there And he's just got to slide Eaton in And he's got a great opportunity To put the ball in the back in it But the pass was over hit um, A Rangers manager Probably sitting there now thinking I don't know what's happened to my team for 10 minutes But Rangers need to be very careful here Yeah, crucial period coming up Roger Like we said If Rangers lose this 2-1 Here's the positive case scenario If they lose this 2-1 They'll absolutely fancy their chances Of going back and yeah, winning at Ibrox but the, the, but the next goal is crucial yep. As Dan says If Malmo get the next goal 
Rangers are under severe pressure Rangers need to get next goal They look as if they've settled a little bit They're a corner there a minute ago They look as if they're getting their composure back to a degree But they need to get the next goal You wouldn't fancy you know, Even 2-0 going back to Ibox It heaps all the pressure on Rangers Right, 01419511025 If you're watching the game, pick up the phone Let us know what you're thinking Or if you've thoughts on any of today's other big talking points Let's hear them as well Right, James is in Hamilton uh, no, James is in Uddingston, I tell a lie But he's a Hamilton fan Are you on to give us the inside track on James McCarthy, James? Good one, but um, I did have the privilege of watching James for several years at Hamilton um, Along with young James McCarthy as well And um, as I said to uh, the chap I spoke to a minute ago um, When James comes through the Hamilton team there was a large number of very talented young midfield players in Scotland and they included, for example, Scott Arfield, now Rangers, Jimmy Murphy, who's at Rangers, um, Craig Bryson, who went maybe to Kilmarnock, but he was at Clyde as well. And even in the first division, there was, again, along with James MacArthur, there was uh, Kevin McDonald at Dundee, there was uh, Snodgrass and Doranza Livingston. And the point I'm about to make was that of all these players, and they're all excellent players, James was a class above them in ability. And we got promotion to the Premier League and we had a midfield of, uh, which included, sorry, Alex Neal, uh, James MacArthur and James McCarthy. And it was almost impossible for us not to get promotion against bigger teams like Dundee and St. Johnson, Dunfermline and the rest, with that midfield. And when James went into the, the Premiership, uh, the, the SPL, um, at the start of that, at the start of his career, he was adorning games. You could see that he had a sublime midfield talent. But at the end of the his only season in the SPL, he was a bossing midfield. He was dominating against um, other midfield players in Scotland. And I suspect that James wasn't intended to leave after one year, but he was just too good. They had to leave. Um, you know, he got to a level where he had to go to the, the next stage. Now, I love James MacArthur as a, as a player, as a, a fantastic temperament, a great box to box player, the heartbeat of our team. But McCarthy was even a level above, above, above James. And he had a fantastic temperament as well. I remember a game against uh, Mullow for part of the League Cup game when he, he missed an open goal. You know, for older listeners, think Billy Bremner against Brazil in '74. You know, like two yards out, he, he missed a goal right in front of us. And for the next 10, 15 minutes, he was demanding the ball 20 yards out from their goal in the most congested part of the midfield, and he was destroying them. And that was as a 19 year old. Um, he played against Dundee United in the Scottish Cup gave away a free kick and Dundee United scored from the free kick again five minutes after that in the Saturday half he just he just um, you know he won the game for us you'll have kept an eye on him I'm sure James you know I've kind of, I've been there when, when you're you're proud of a player that comes through and moves on you always keep a, an eye on them how damaging have those injuries been he's had a terrible run of it and are you confident that and I mean I know you're a Hamilton fan but are you confident that he can Get back to his best and still dominate games in Scotland even now. The jury is out. Had he had he joined Celtic from from Wigan, absolutely, um, because at Wigan he came through the ranks there, and again he, he left Wigan, Wigan for a higher team. Uh, at Everton, three things happened. First of all, the injuries. Secondly, they bolted him up. Uh, again, sorry to be so old, but if you remember Charlie Nichols bulking up at Arsenal, um, different position, but he bolted up at Everton. Got injuries, played deeper. And he became more of an enforcer and diving into tackles. And that, for me, was never the, the James McCarthy. And if we're looking at James coming to Celtic, well, 
James is only 30 and if he stays fit, there's no doubt that he will be an asset to Celtic. There's no doubt he will thrive against Scottish midfields and as I said again to your colleague, he will be easily able to compete against um, Scott Arfield at Rangers and uh, Ryan Jack at Rangers. Now, the the question that remains is his fitness obviously. Does he have the technical game now to deal with Kamara and uh, and Davis? Well, certainly in theory he does, but it's not a game he's played for a while, um, and therefore the jury's out on that. But uh, if uh, Celtic fans are listening into James' abilities as a midfielder, then providing he stays healthy, you will not regret that signing. Yeah, oddly enough, James, the first time I ever clapped eyes and James McCarthy was at Celtic Park. It was the season after Hamilton came up, and I think he was just shy of his 17th birthday, and he, he stood out. I think Hamilton lost the game 4 0. But his performance stood out And you knew this was a, a young man Who was going to be marked for stardom And a very, very good career But, you know, almost all the calls tonight I've started with a sentence If he stays fit And you just wonder If the fact that he came into the team at 15 or 16 We've seen this with so many prodigious talents over the years Fantastic at 16, 17, 18, 19 But by the time they get to a 30 or a 31 Quite often their best days are behind, you know, their bodies are just developed at a different rate from other players. You, know, you see some guys making their debuts at 19 or 20 and get on to their 35. So Celtic fans will be hoping that they can see the James McCarthy that you once saw at Hamilton. But I think there's still a lot of questions mm. that, that he has to answer. It's a great point, Jerry. Um, James kind of finished off with, Gordon. And uh, you know what, to an extent, this is true with any mm. signing, not, not pretending otherwise. But how how will he fit Celtic? Even even people who think this is a wonderful signing will still have room in their mind for, I wonder how it's going to fit. This is not me suggesting he won't, but any new signing that comes in, is is he going to be told? We we kind of know what Ange Postecoglou really wants for you know from his inverted fullbacks and all that sort of stuff. Is he is he going to be required to to go box to box? Does James McCarthy still do that? Is he going to sit there next to Callum McGregor? Does Callum McGregor sit on his own? Is it about dictating play? Is it about breaking things up? I I think that he will have had that conversation with the Celtic manager. Um, me personally, I don't see him being that box to box player. Um, obviously, James knows him very very well and watched his career throughout. I think he'll be he'll be asked to sit in there with uh, McGregor, user experience. He's a very good passer, so you don't lose that ability. Um, the boys get good vision, he's a good player, he's played at a terrific level. Um, as I say, I'm sure Celtic have done all their homework on injuries as well, Gordon. They're they're looking at it as not being that big a risk by offering them a four-year deal. Um, so the boy has definitely got ability. It's just how he slots into the Celtic team. Mm. But me personally, I think he'll be like what Scott Brown done for Celtic. Sits in the middle of the park And tries to dictate play from there with McGregor James do you still keep an eye on the Ackies As much as you did back then I noticed they've sold Hakim Adolphin One of the best players that I think in the bottom six last season And, and sold him to Rotherham this evening Yeah I do And um, Incidentally I do remember that 4-0 game That you were talking about And I think James McArthur missed a penalty with the ball Hardly he's a goalkeeper with that weaker penalty um, But returning to Adolphin And Adolphin He's a guy like that um, player at Leicester when the Chelsea county mm-hmm. uh, at our level. Obviously, um, he was everywhere. He would he he broke up attacks for fun, and I couldn't see Hamilton losing four goals to Race Rovers in sixty eight minutes with uh, with him in the team. Um, <laughs> good, so good comeback though. 
well, yeah, um, and in fairness, in fairness to us, I mean, you know, you can't you can't replace a guy like him in two days. I mean, we might have known he was going, but you know, we, we need to be allowed a little time to replace him. The comeback was was fantastic because we've got an excellent footballing team, and um, we've got two young guys called uh, Mimbo and Lewis Smith, and Lewis Smith in particular. You watch Lewis Smith for ten minutes, you know he's a player. You know, he, Gordon would, would watch him and say. Just the way he traps the ball, the way he looks, takes the ball in possession, the vision, you can see he's a player. So for guys like that, and David Templeton, who you know as well, uh, he's another player. Uh, Hamilton the centre half beginning to mature. You know, well, there's, there's certainly a, a team worth watching this season. Whether you've got enough to go up is uh, it's too early to say. Yeah, you broke Gordon Deal's heart with that comeback at the weekend, uh, Roger. Just it's an interesting story. I know a lot of people won't maybe know the, the backstory and it doesn't get the attention some of the bigger clubs do Hakim and Dauphin surplus to requirements at Livingston doesn't really get a game for Livingston Hamilton take him he's kind of a defender plays a bit of everywhere Hamilton play him in kind of holding midfield role get relegated and move him on to Rotherham for somewhere in the region of a quarter of a million pounds yeah. it's a brilliant piece of business he came as a right back but a right back at Livingston Brian Rice signed him as a right back then he had the opportunity to take Lee Hodgson in on a loan deal, I think, from Gilliam. So Odafan get moved into the centre of defence. Then there was a sort of hole in the, in the holding midfield role, if you like. He get pushed in there and he excelled in there and he was absolutely terrific for Hamilton. He's got himself a decent move back down south. Hamilton have got themselves decent money, I believe, and they will they will now push on. I'm actually going to see Hamilton on Saturday for Super Scoreboard, home game against Morton. And after their 4-4 at the weekend and Morton's 2-2, Guaranteed to be nil nil. Absolutely, especially with your record, you could be the new Fraser Wisher. Sixty six gone. Malm, thank you by the way to James. It's Malmo nil, Rangers nil. Uh, Rangers fans, I know not much will make you smile so far, but it's always good to see someone collide with the referee and both end up on the deck. One of the Malmo players was making a lung busting run into the box, <laughs> smashed into the ref. They both went down. The referee got straight back up. Right, oh, right. I was going to take a break. Let's stick with this just for the moment because Rangers have a free kick. In a Borna Barisic position, will we call it? Yeah, or Scott Arfield, Boston player. Yeah, yeah. Scott Arfield taken down. side, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was covered there. Fashion Sakala is on for Cedric Eaton. Eaton. First Rangers change. Rangers look as if they're finally woken up to the predicament they're facing at the minute. Those two goals conceded early in the second half. I've got them two behind. Now just approaching the midway point of the second half. Wiped out Scott Arfield there. as three defenders converged on him. And as you say, Gordon, maybe Borna Barisic territory. Uh, right, we will stick with it Just to keep you right up to speed Rangers fans Keen to hear from you on the phone What an opportunity this would be And it would really put a different complexion on things Because 2-0 down Rangers haven't been good in this second half Although they have settled after going 2-0 down You have to say, Roger They've come forward a bit more Yeah, they had a shaky five minutes After the two goals went in Lost possession again a couple of times We said, but it looked as if They've settled They need a goal Here comes Barisic Hits the wall out for a corner kick Right, get your calls in I'll get you a full-time teaser next as well Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard It's as you were in Sweden Malmo 2 Rangers 0 70 minutes gone And uh, still a long way back for Stephen Gerrard It is the great cliche about the next goal being the most important But I think obviously Oh yes it is 2-0 and, and with a two-legged tie If Rangers score they'll feel uh, I'm sure that they can go and get something at Ibrox But concede another one uh, and it might just be all over for Stephen Gerrard's side. So we'll see what the last 20 minutes has in store. Keep your calls coming in. I've got a question for you on the teaser. Uh, by the way, there, there have been changes as well. Cedric Itton has gone off. Maybe it didn't quite work out for him tonight. And Fashion Junior, as he goes by on the back of the shirt, Gordon yeah. Fashion Sakala is on. 
Yeah, um, not a night for Eton. Um, you know, he was given an opportunity, but didn't really produce. And I think that obviously the Rangers manager had seen enough, wanted to freshen things up up top. And he's hoping that Sakala will get him that vital, important goal mm. to take back time. Right, on the teaser, and please just let me remind you, I've got the begging bowl out this week because it's always the same at the start of the season. Full time at Clyde1.com. You send the questions in, we use them on the teaser. That is the deal. So if you've got any trivia that you've heard, something, and even, you know what, rip it off, plagiarise one of your mates, send it in and you get the credit for it. Send the questions in to fulltime at Clyde1.com. And I'll try and use them on the show Neil in Perth has done that And he wants to know If you can name Apart from Ronaldo and Messi So there's a Champions League theme tonight See mm-hmm. where we're going yeah. Can you name the remaining Eight of the top ten All-time Champions League Goal scorers So you've got Ronaldo and Messi at the top Who are the other eight In the top ten Now it's just Champions League So I'm not talking European Cup here The rebrand right. Just Champions League uh, Miller of Bayern Munich Right, the fact that you've straight away given me the least obvious of all the answers makes me highly suspicious. Why is that? Well, I mean, he's bottom of that list. He's he's the. <laughs> do, do I have to no. give you an order with no, the list? No, 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 no. The thing is, Gordon. The answer's Thomas Miller. He actually meant Gerner. All oh, right, okay. Uh, no, uh, no. Lewandowski. Of, of course you don't. But what I'm saying is that's probably the hardest answer, and you've given me it. So I'm, I was the only one I could come up with, mate. Lewandowski. I'm going down the Bayern Munich theme He's top of the list Yeah he's, he goes he's top and time. bottom hey, What about Raul from Real Madrid? Yeah Raul, right yeah. That, that's a good start So we'll leave it there We're only looking for 8 tonight Apart from Ronaldo and Messi Can you name the remain the remaining 8 of the top 10 All time Champions League goal scorers The guys have got Lewandowski, Raul and Tam Tam Muller So get the rest <laughs> of them in uh, Jerry is on the line Jerry what's on your mind tonight? Hi and good evening guys Hello. Um well, I was on last Wednesday and we were talking about um, Joe Hart. Now, um, although I, I still don't fancy him, he's obviously an upgrade on the two we have. I mean, Barkas, it's all been said about his situation. I mean, the Venus de Milo's got no arms, but he would still save more than uh, than Barkas did. Now, they're both Greek. Anyway, um, about uh, the, the Joe Hart thing... Um, there's uh, there's a kind of link to the McCarthy situation because at at Crystal Palace there was two other players that I thought Celtic could go for. Now, there was some talk earlier uh, last week about um, Gerard fancying Gary Cahill. Um, now he's 35 and he would have been a fantastic sort of uh, addition to the Celtic squad. You know, a bit of experience and know-how to help either the boy Welsh or when Julian comes back. And Starfelt. Um, I mean, Thiago Silva went to Chelsea at 35, so the age is no barrier here. But the reason I'm mentioning Crystal Palace is that there's, an un- there's a-, a goalkeeper there with nine England caps, Jack Butland. Um, he sat in the uh, Crystal Palace reserves for all that time. He's only 28. Nine caps, 2018 was his last cap. We should have been looking at a player of his status um, rather than Joe Hart. And what what makes him hold on? What what makes him better than Joe Hart? So you've got a Crystal. Did you say he was at Crystal Palace? Crystal Palace. So a, you know a Crystal Palace reserve versus a Spurs reserve, but one's got seventy caps for England and one's got nine caps for England, and one's won the Premier League and one's not. What makes Jack Butland the more obvious choice? Well, because he's he's uh, a, a, at twenty, he's really a nipper for a, a goalkeeper, um, and he was great for a couple of seasons. He. He twisted his ankle on a strange um, um, goal kick 
He's not really been the same since, but he's hardly played. So um, I would certainly have him uh, ahead of Joe Hart, to be honest. Roger, what do you make of that? Um, listen, it's horses for courses, isn't it? I mean, Jack Butlin was an option. I think Celtic were linked with plenty of goalkeepers. Ben Foster was another one. Fraser Foster again was one that was looked at, I believe. They've gone with the Joe Hart option. Um, they've gone all in on 34-year-old Joe Hart with this three-year contract. I think that really... Signals the end of Vasilis Barkas's Celtic career. I would, I would suggest. Do you think they can they can sell him, or, or is and if so, what type of return do you get? Or, yeah, or does I, he stay? I, he's number two. There's not the same pressure there, and and tries to feel his way in. I would imagine they will sell him. Um, I don't expect they will recoup the money they paid out to AEK Athens twelve months ago for Vasilis Barkas. So I think they'll just need to take what they can get, get the player out the door. Joe Hart first choice Scott Bain second choice And then maybe get the youngsters Connor Hazard and Ross doing Back out Maybe down to the English lower leagues Get them some experience mm-hmm. And then you know bring them back up it's a, it's a fascinating one When you compare to those Like for like You know those English mm-hmm. goalkeepers Gordon Because Fraser Foster is an absolute Hero To the Celtic fans And when he's been up here He's been magnificent He's an unbelievable shot stopper I'd like to know the perception Down south Because if, if you're going on paper Joe Hart's miles ahead is he not? Yeah. But but to us, we probably we don't feel that we maybe remember the Joe Hart that, that started making mistakes and the Joe Hart that couldn't save Lee Griffiths' free kicks and then the one that's you know that's kind of fallen out of favour. But but I mean Fraser Foster's not played a lot of English Premier League football mm-hmm. in the last few seasons. Neither has Jack Butland. Neither has Joe Hart. But but Joe Hart prior to that has a CV that is far superior to to those others, does he not? Yeah, um, I think we've got to give Joe Hart the opportunity, the chance. Obviously Celtic went down that road, Gordon. I think it's a, a good bit of business. Time will only tell that every other player. But he's got the presence for me. He's got the experience. He'll probably have the hunger because he only played 10 games last year with Tottenham. He wants to play. He's at a good age. He's at a very good age. He can help the back four or the back five, depending on... The formation um, I just I just think it's a decent sign I think you've got to give the guy an opportunity His CV is absolutely brilliant So Let's wait to see what this guy can do He's certainly better than anything Celtic's got at this moment Celtic supporters were on here Shouting about signing a goalkeeper I think it may be A good bit of business What about James McCarthy, Jerry? Right, um, well I think it was known uh, in March uh, that uh, Crystal Palace were offloading quite a few players which they did Townsend, Cahill himself uh, Butlin wasn't on that list right enough but uh, it was known that Brown was, was leaving and it was known that McCarthy's contract wasn't going to be or a contract wasn't going to be offered so he should, he should have been in it maybe as, as, as long ago as well two months ago to, to get up to speed physically get some uh, match practice in and uh, he's an absolute perfect replacement for Brown. I think I said that in the paper last week. Um, he's a perfect replacement for Brown. He's a guy who doesn't lose the ball. He doesn't give the ball away too often. Brown gave the ball away so much in his later years. And um, uh, he could possibly be the, the, the sort of the middleman that, that can help these younger guys around him if they are bringing in these other younger guys. He's, he's, he's more than decent. And he's a Celtic fan And that always helps as well I'm not sure where you would direct this question Roger It's, it's, it's not one for Ange Postacoglu He's not really been there long <laughs> enough With you know with Peter Lawwell going And with the recruitment department And director of football situation up in the air I don't know where you would direct it However, it would be interesting To find out What Celtic's thoughts were on 
sort of replacing Scott Brown? Because remind me, well, when when did well, that get announced listen, that, that Scott y- Brown was leaving? Y- Jeremy made a couple of decent points. It was known two months ago Scott Brown had left the club. It was known two months ago. More than that, though, yeah, when he James announced Maca- yeah. James McCarthy was leaving Palace. What wasn't known two months ago was who the Celtic manager was going to be. So it's very difficult. If you're handing out four year contracts to international midfielders from the English Premier League, you're better to have a manager in place that's quite happy for that to, to happen and take place. Um, you know, uh, and again, it goes back to the Celtic lingering so long or the Eddie Howe proposal, not getting a manager in the door earlier. Um, it's okay going for Liam Shaw and Origidi because they are projects, if you like. They're, they're long-term things. It doesn't really matter too much who the manager's going to be at that stage. But it does matter if you're handing out three-year deals to Joe Hart and four-year deals, sorry, and four-year deals to James McCarthy. You need a manager in who's on board with mm. that plan. Uh, Rangers had a decent chance there. The ball cut back to Sakala in the box. He had an effort at goal. It was deflected behind... And then a bit of a, I think he, he collided with one of the Malmo defenders and it's a free kick. Yeah, they're trying to push forward and get this all important goal, Gordon. they just got to watch. They don't leave their cell too open at the back. 2-0, the game's still in the balance, you've got to say. Um, I'm sure that Rangers players and supporters would would like a, just that, that cushion of a one goal uh, to bring back to Ibrox. I think 2-1 against Malmo, Ibrox Rangers will certainly have enough. But 2-0... Malmo will have something really to hold on to if it stays that way. Uh, thank you, Jerry. Let's bring in Stephen, who's in Canvas Lang. What's your point tonight, Stephen? All right, guys, how are you doing? Uh, I just think that after what was an absolute amazing game on Sunday in Motherwell v Hibs, that Motherwell have maybe made a lot of pundits, not necessarily on this show, by the way, just in the media in general, who were titmers for relegation, or they'd be down there, think twice. I think um, in midfield, I really like the look of the boy Slattery from Southampton and Kevin Van Veen. He caused uh, the Hibs defence uh, all manner of problems. And I don't think that we're necessarily going to come up against much better teams than Hibs uh, out of the field for them, maybe Aberdeen. So I think there's a lot of cause for encouragement if you're a Motherwell supporter going into the rest of the season, which if you told me after the other day, I would have laughed you at the room. Roger, is that is that fair? I mean, it, it was a defeat, but as far as defeats go, is it is it one that would would maybe give some signs for optimism? Yeah, listen, I can see why Stephen takes positives. I can see why Graham Alexander takes positives. The Van Veen looked very good. Slattery looked as if he could put his foot in the middle of the park. Looked a capable player. But interesting to see how the central defence at Motherwell shapes up because the new Finnish signing and the lad O'Connor from Leicester both started on the bench. Um, you wonder if they will clearly be hoping to, to oust Ricky Lemmy and Bevis Mugabe as the season goes on whether they've got the capacity to do that or not be interesting I, I think Mother will look better when Marco Harris in the middle of the park as well I think Liam Donnelly will take a few weeks to get back up to speed but they were, and I, I know what Stephen means there's always disappointment when you lose that opening day particularly at home but th- there were you know, signs you could be optimistic about. This is about context, as Stephen says, Gordon. Mm. Whether it was a defeat or not, that team looked <laughs> miles better than the one that lost to Airdrie, and even better than the one that won the other games. You know, the Queen of the South, the Annan, yeah. the Queen's Park. They were good wins, but fairly underwhelming performances, which then lead you to go, what is going to happen when we come up against a Hibs? 
but performance level wise, is there enough there? Do you think? Yeah, um, I, I don't think we'll be in the top three, Gordon. But um, that's I, a bold prediction. Okay. Yeah, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to sit here and say that we'll be relegated because that's not the case. I think. I think mid table this season. Uh, it's a rebuilding job once again. It takes time. Um, we've shown that we can create chances. Roger makes a few good points. I thought it was a terrific game of football against a good hip side. Uh, and you've got to give Jack Ross and Hibbs all the credit for uh, winning the game. But if we play like that, and you know, with the other additions coming in, you talk about centre. But Mugabe, for some, you know, I'm I'm one of these guys that likes Mugabe. I think he, he does a terrific job for us. So yeah, I think um, once we get our first um, three points on the board, we will certainly be fine. Disappointment of the Airdrie game, of course, because Motherwell were dreadful. And Airdrie played very well and give them the credit for that. But over the course of the season, Motherwell will be fine. Interesting uh, Champions League qualifying scores around that nation known as the Netherlands. PSV Eindhoven 3, Mittelin nil after 32 minutes. I think a lot of people thought that's the way that one would go, having seen the two teams in, in action in the previous round. Um, Stephen, you will know there are different ways to, to attack a campaign but by and large the seasons that Motherwell have done well they generally have started quite well and the you know the, the performance was good against Hibs I think it's St Johnston next up it's that kind of early season cliche it's important to try and get something on the board as soon as possible isn't it? Yeah yeah it's always important to get points early on but I think back to our campaign last season we had easier what well, on paper would have been easier games against the likes of Ross County Livingston Hamilton and I'm looking at that and I'm thinking we can get off to a real good start and we had an absolute terrible start so I think maybe when you're up against tougher opposition than the likes of Hibs and St Johnston it can maybe galvanise the side a wee bit um, I still think that we still need a couple of additions I would like to see that a winger that can come off the bench in impact games I know we've got Justin Amaluzo there but I think we need another one for the other side and Slattery looks very good on the ball but I think we need someone who can give us the energy that we miss uh, with the loss of Alan Campbell I don't think we've, we've added that replacement and I know speaking to Alan Burrows after the Slattery signing he said to me that they were still um, three or four so that'll be two or three now so I think there will be another couple coming in the door Yeah the Callum Slattery one's one to keep an eye on for those who are not aware Motherwell paying a transfer fee to an English Premier League team in Southampton for him I, I can't say that very often so that'll be one to watch I thought it looked okay Gordon I've got to say I thought it we looked clearly good. gave something different didn't he the, the rest are very good at sort of off the ball mm -hmm. and he perhaps looked a bit more comfortable on it yes yeah you can tell he's played a good level uh, right Rangers Roger it they had a good spell there It was kind of wave after wave of attack But crucially they've not found that goal And they do still look a little bit vulnerable Going the other way Yeah um, It's a very used the phrase earlier on It's a very un-Rangers-like performance In this second half They look comfortable First half they looked anything but comfortable Since losing those two goals in quick succession They've looked as shaky at the back As any Rangers mm -hmm. team in the past 18 months or two years Right, Neil and Perth wants you to name Apart from Ronaldo and Messi, can you name the remaining eight of the top ten Champions League goal scorers of all time? You've got Lewandowski, Raul, and Muller. Van Nistelrooy. Yes. What about Inzaghi? Uh, no, he's just outside that. Oh, um, Karim Benzema. Yes. Okay, oh, we'll leave it there. You've got three to get. We'll get them next. 
Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Into the closing stages in Sweden. Rangers still chapping that door. Roger Hanna, but with 89 and a half gone, no breakthrough yet. Yeah, still Malmo two Rangers now, but they are pushing out a couple of corners from James Tavern. They're both cleared away by the Malmo defence. Three substitutions there in the minute from Malmo. They have decided they are hanging on here. For the 2-0 to try and take it back to Ibrox next Tuesday night And that really would put this uh, this qualifying mm. tie in the balance I'll tell you what Rangers fans If you're quick As soon as that full time whistle goes We might be able to squeeze in some immediate reaction So pick up the phone and let us know what you're thinking 01419511025 Five minutes added on uh, That might prevent you from phoning after the full time <laughs> whistle uh, But you can phone during injury time and, and, and let us know What's going on? Uh, right, so we'll keep you up to speed on that one. On this teaser, thanks to Neil and Perth, fulltime at Clyde1.com. If you've got a good question that you've heard or that you've made up yourself, send it into that address, fulltime at Clyde1.com, and I will try my best to use it on the show. We're looking for the remaining eight of the top 10 all time Champions League scorers, apart from Ronaldo and Messi. You're doing quite well. You've got Lewandowski, Benzema, Raul, Rud van Nistelrooy, Thomas Muller. Another three Is Suarez there? No Oh you set me up there didn't you? What was the other one you came out You came out with a good one there at the break I can't remember What was it? Big Zlatan Oh He's, he's just a budget Gordon DL I can just imagine you Is da- he there? Dare to Dazzler And all that stuff Is he there? You're both quite gifted in the nose department oh. I actually can see the, the likeness um, Thank you very much for your compliments there Mr Duncan Yes he's there Yes Yeah Shevchenko Yes, okay, only one to get, so we'll leave it there Tough weekend for you, must say How? Wraith Rovers, 4-0 up, chucked it Air United, beaten in the derby your, your, All the hard work you put into that four-game uh, unbeaten record in the Ayrshire derby they were, uh, the they were very poor last night but, Well, listen, it was a hard game against Kilmarnock First game of the season up at Rugby Park But um, I just I was disappointed with that And Wraith Rovers... All, all credit to Hamilton 4 now. What 62 minutes or something We were sitting later in than that, wasn't it? 68 68 And um, they get a draw um, I know that Obviously Wraith Rovers fans Not happy with the Wraith Rovers manager Making substitutions Thought that the game was in the bag And um, Gave Hamilton an opportunity And they certainly took that opportunity Friend of the show We gave him a wee pep talk on Friday When he was in Chris Burke told him He was going to go and have a good season Roger He looks like he will be a handful for championship fullbacks this yeah, season. Yeah, he played very well last night. Got the man in a match award for a good performance in the wing. Um, spoke quite Scott well. Scott Wright goes down in the box. Big claims, but the referee is not interested. No, again, the Rangers have had a couple of penalty claims. There's that one in the first half and Ryan Kent went down at nil-nil. A penalty claim never right as he busts into the box. He seems convinced. I'm not so sure that was a penalty. I think the one in the first half was more of a mm. claim. Speaking of penalty claims, I thought he had a stone wall turned down at 0-0 oh, last good night. Good point with the arms round. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. I think Tommy Aradoy was very, very unfortunate when, when Jason Naismith came into him. Right, we'll squeeze in one more caller. What have we got? Oh, I guess. I'm going to enjoy this. It's not often we would welcome a return so soon. But Kevin and Milton, how's the tan? 
Aye, coming on. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you put plenty of after sun on after being under the sunbed for what must have been about 20 minutes last week. Nah, it's only 15. Oh, just 15? 15? That's still some going, Dazzler. There's a man who knows his way around the sunbed. Oh, I, 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 could not, I couldn't do a 15. Plus, in fact, that's too expensive, Kev. Oh, exactly. Kevin, so you're not under the sunbed this week, are you? No, no, no. I was You're kidding. You weren't back in today, were you? Kevin, Kevin, send you, us a picture, you Kevin. Kevin. Uh, you I don't know what colour. What age are you, Kevin? Oh, I'm the same age as you. And you're running about a sun, uh, sunbed shop. So do you? No, I don't. Yes, you do. No, I do. I've not. seen your don't car. Start. I've seen your no, car. I do you not. and I live close to each other. I have seen your car There's outside the sunbed shop. Absolutely no chance. I'll tell you what. One right next to you know the little mini roundabout. There's the bingo. In the sunbed shop next to, I've seen your car outside it Roger Would you believe that? I Look at the colour of him I would believe his car Was outside the sunbed shop What about less certain about Was whether he was in On the sunbed But anyway Kevin Enough about sunbeds What about the football Your team's made two signings today Are you happy with them? I am happy with them uh, Well there at the weekend Bain costed At the end Miles off his line Costed the, the go- uh, At the end so I'm glad they'll get the keeper in. And McCarthy, we should have had him years ago, but if we didn't have the going cheap, eh, this time's going for nothing. So three hundred thousand the last time they wanted for him, we could have gone for. So we can't get him any cheaper now, could we? Yeah, I think particularly the goalkeeper, Gordon. And again, mm. I'm not saying you just dive in, you take anyone. That's not my suggestion. But it just needed sorted, didn't it? We can't. We just couldn't have. Celtic are playing two big games every week at the moment Go Rangers, Rangers have pulled one back 95 minutes on the clock How important could that be? Oh. Stephen Davis Left footed It took a deflection It ends up in the back of the net How different does that feel Gordon? Oh that's a game changer now uh, That's what I'm saying that, To be fair In the last 15 minutes They've really thrown everything at Malmo Malmo have tried to defend that Two goal lead but it's that man Davis You're talking about Bringing experience in He's certainly got that in abundance He just picks the ball up On his left foot And he buries it Into the corner That is a great goal For Rangers right, The full time whistle Will be about to go So we'll reflect on that As I was saying The goalkeeper it, This just could not continue Every week coming around Twice a week Is it Barkas Right okay it's Bain at the moment Then he's made another mistake So what, what do we do next That needed sorted didn't it 100% And um, they've went And hopefully for Celtic supporters And everybody concerned That they've sorted that position They've brought an experience They've brought in a guy With a good track record I keep saying about a goalkeeper I like presence And he's certainly got that And it's now up to him To you know Go out there and show That it was a good Good signing um, you, t- you talk about Saturday night with Bain I feel sorry for Bain Because I think that The, the Celtic defence Were a lot to blame For the winning goal With Suter You know You don't, you don't pick up If you can't pick up Suter And you give him a free header you're on the risk of losing a, a late goal I've got to say So I'm sure Hart will be organising And demanding a lot from his centre-backs Why do you defend with such a high line? I don't know what they were doing Roger But they, they, they seem It was like Achilles heel last season as well uh, Set plays Especially from those angles With balls coming in They couldn't deal with them And Suter And you've got to say That it was brilliant to see the boy back He's been through such a Hard time with injuries And it was a good good header I've got to say it was a good header But 
Defensively, if I was a manager, I'd be looking for more from my centre I mean, backs. Lots of teams do it now, Roger, for, for good reason because you're, you're keeping the ball far away from goal, but you need to do it effectively. And yeah. Celtic somehow make it look ineffective, doesn't even cover it. Yeah. And the, and the goalkeeper didn't look as if he was at one with it, if you know what I mean. And that's the point. If you've got a big commanding keeper, you can do that yeah. because you know that anything that goes over that high line, he comes and, and deals with. Right, we're pretty up against it here. Kevin, I'll leave it there. Please take care, will you? Uh, send, send me a picture and, and get get some after sun on. Ah, it's alright I'll be fine I'll get tanned somewhere <laughs> Wow I'll be right. Kevin and Milton uh, Thank you very much Right Full time Rangers How big a goal Might that Stephen Davis One turn out to be That could be huge And you could see In the faces The expressions Of, of either side The Malmo players Look shell shocked Having lost a goal f- f- 94 minutes 46 seconds 14 seconds from the end of added time A huge goal by Stephen Davis Decent build up Malmo get deeper and deeper and deeper Ball came out to Conor Golds And fed Ryan Kent on the right side of the box Knocked it back to Stephen Davis One of the Malmo defenders slid in to try and block the shot And he only succeeded in deflecting it past his own goalkeeper And literally Gordon An inch inside the post Yeah, There's probably a few things that are all true Gordon Where it's one of the poorest Rangers performances We've seen in a long time In Europe but they they did they deserved at least that goal, didn't they? Um, I, I'm not going to say it's. I think there was a period. Oh, when I mean, they, they, set the, they set the bar so high in these yeah, European nights. The, the first 10, 15 minutes of the second half, I, I I don't know what happened to Rangers. They were giving the ball away. Their shape was poor, and the Rangers manager will say that. But give them a lot of pats in the back. They kept going to the end there. Roger was right. Malmo were thrown over it. They decided we'll take a chance with two 0 going back to Ibrox. Uh, left the door open for Rangers to throw more bodies forward and they've got their reward and that could be such an important You wonder next week as well potentially Aribo back potentially Hadji yeah, back and of course Morelos. potentially Alfredo Morelos back Right okay you've got one more to get on the teaser we're looking for one more of the top 10 Champions League goal scorers of all time but it's not it's apart from Ronaldo and Messi of course Do you Thierry, got it Rog? Thierry Henry Yes Thierry Henry simple as that don't even need to build up oh. any suspense Done, there you go Terry Henry <laughs> Shevchenko, Zlatan Muller Van Nistelrooy Raul, Benzema And Lewandowski So there we go Well done Good team yeah. Oh we've some good players there Right what show we're going to have tomorrow now Because there's plenty to discuss Following Rangers defeat in Sweden However they did pull one back at the end It finished Malmo 2 Rangers 1 And just how important might that Stephen Davis goal be So we'll be looking for all Your reaction Rangers fans to that game we'll build up to the other big qualifiers this week Celtic in action and uh, after those big signings today Andy Halliday uh, he, he had a quiet weekend so we look forward to welcoming him back and Gary Caldwell a former teammate of James McCarthy so he'll be well placed that's a good duo for you tomorrow night Andy Halliday and Gary Caldwell we look forward to joining you on the phones and on Twitter and in the meantime you can just stay right there Callum Gallagher is up next <laughs>